I'm up, up next, and, and again, thank you all for coming to, to our first event. It's very much a team play today of, uh, uh, of us three. And we all cover really very diverse areas of interest, in a sense, and, and research areas. Um, I could see quite a lot of uh, little parallel with uh, Jay's um, presentation, particularly in, in relation to trust. But I'm, I'm talking today about a project, a uh, very small project, uh, much smaller than Jay's. It's more of a, of a labor of love project I did uh, sort of uh, one and a half years ago on uh, on the notion of international students transitions and that's international students coming to the UK to study including Chinese students you know an increasing or, or currently quite stagnating number actually of Chinese international students and I was very interested in how to in a way conceptualize this transition experience and also uh, to um, to reflect about the experiences really on our tra transition um, I uh, we'll talk a bit about the background of this research. I've already started doing so. Uh, but also try to talk to you a bit about how I try to conceptualize uh, student, international students transitions, international students. In the UK we use the term international student, students. It's quite a contested term. Uh, you know, there's Swedish government uh, rhetoric and, and PISA data and, and that, you know, we have EU, non-EU uh, overseas students. So that's how whole broad range of so-called international students. Uh, but I, I try to um, conceptualize the idea of transition and, and I choose the term academic hospitality, which unfortunately is not from me. I was playing a while with this idea um, uh, to contextualize this and conceptualize this. Uh, I will then reflect and give you some of the experience I shared with the international students uh, coming to the UK to study and will also present some findings and conclusions. Background to the research, again, it's a, it's a quite a pretty small one, very uh, explorative research, uh, which um, I've actually started doing when I did my higher education fellowship. So we, we have to do a little research project, and I was playing with, uh, with the notion of, of doing something. My, my own background is, is in, in the anthropology of tourism and travel, so probably like many of you, I came through sideways into education. Uh, probably some of you share this experience. Uh, but I, I was quite interested in this. I was familiar with the idea of hospitality because it was this sort of background and I, I wanted to uh, con uh, use it really as, as a phrase. It builds also on some existing research I did on international student mobilities. Uh, mostly students who are from sort of less privileged international backgrounds, not sort of the rich kids we sort of uh, imagine all the time. It's uh, students with labor migration background, with a refugee background, those sort of students, which I did some research uh, recently. And I use this idea of moorings, which is a term used by sort of the mobility studies people, like John Urey and the Lancaster Group around mobility studies, which is the idea of fixity and security in a sense, and trust, I think, in, in local, and hence the notion of hospitality, I think, plays into that sort of idea. Um, it, it by chance really feeds into a current field application I'm currently doing with uh, colleagues of mine in Hull and uh, in another university around this. So it's a, again, it's a small study, but I hope it, I can build up on it. So academic hospitality, I will talk a bit more about it in, in, a, in the future, in a, in a slide soon. Uh, I think hospitality as, as a concept uh, is quite sort of a, a a, a, a widespread one, a traditional one, a, a historical one. Everybody from Plato 
to Derrida talk about uh, um, hospitality. So it's a big social science concept in a sense. The idea of, and, and I describe it very loosely here as, as, a, as a set of ritual, practices, behaviors, routines you associate with people, uh, you know, um, welcoming other people, creating a welcoming environment for people, uh, being courteous, you know, those sorts of things. So that's, that's sort of the broad frame of, um, of hospitality. But why does it matter, I think, in, a, in higher education, why does it matter in, in times now? And, and I mean, you all know what's going on in the world. Uh, it's an unprecedented movement of people, things, ideas. Uh, people travel as, as tourists, as workers, uh, as students, uh, more and more so, not exclusively to the UK, but to many other predominantly Western countries, I suppose, but not again, not exclusively. Uh, we have an increasingly hostile political rhetoric around immigration. You all know what's going on in, in off the coast of Italy at the moment uh, and uh, off the coast of Spain. So Europe is in crisis with Brexit, with those sort of things. So hospitality, I think, as, as, a, as a theme is, is quite a pertinent one at the moment. Uh, so how do we welcome people? How, how do we offer sort of shelter, accommodation? How, how do we welcome people in, in the right manner, in a, in, a, a good, uh, in a good way? There's also a link to that. There's an increasingly restrictive immigration policy uh, in the UK, and that really is, affects higher education quite significantly. We have, you know, so-called tier four immigration status. You know, student visa are issued, you know, uh, very reluctantly. Uh, in some cases. That's again, going back to Yeos, what she said about trust in, in relation to others. I think, you know, we, we, are, we are making it increasingly difficult, uh, perhaps, for international students to, uh, or for some international students to, to get in. There's a lot of sort of in, in, the, in the tabloid press, you know, about sort of international students being bogus students who only come to countries because they want a permanent, uh, you know, residency or something like that. I'm not saying that's the norm, but you hear these voices sort of coming up as well. Uh, at the same time, and again, think of the idea of hospitality, there's this whole discourse, and you're all very familiar with that, about the student as consumer, as a, as a guest, you know, in, in, a literal, in a literal sense, as a client, uh, you know, and particularly this is about high-paying, high-fee-paying international students, you know, higher education is a service industry, and, and you know, there's a lot being written and uh, debated about that, but again, I think it brings the notion of hospitality uh, back into into focus. Uh, and I think it's quite a convenient, well, not convenient, but quite a, a, an apt idea to to negotiate both academic experience, uh, educational experience, but also social experiences of students, uh, which I also looked at in my in my research. So, I very much link. The idea of, of hospitality, maybe mistakenly so, but to the idea of transition, the idea of you know what happens when international students arrive in this country, when, when they come here. I think in yes, the case or the, the notion of, of reverse or, or you know people returning would also be an interesting way to look at transition back, you know, in, in their home countries. And it's often seen, uh, there's a lot of literature around that, and I, and I won't go in, in great depth about it, but it's been as a between as a between space uh, where students uh, sort of write of passage, you know, where there's detachment, transition, attachment. Uh, it's a key personal existential condition which hugely impacts on students' well-being. 
a sense of belonging and identity formation. So people have written about that. It's a lot of literature, in my view, uh, has tried a deficit, what I, what I would call a deficit approach to, to transition or to adaptation in a sense. So a lot of academic literature talks about international students coming to the UK or to Western Anglophone countries uh, in terms of adaptation, acculturation, uh, integration or adjustment. So that they, they really put uh, international students in quite a passive position, so they have to adapt to a main, so-called so mainstream system. Which leads to the next point, what is this sort of mainstream, is, is there such a thing as, as the mainstream student body? Is there, uh, can we talk about that in, in international education, international higher education? Um, is it, you know, what, what does it look like? Is it the white middle class anglophone uh, student body and, you know, lecture bodies? We, we are sort of very international group here as well. So what is higher education in, in the 21st century globally and internationally? Um, there's only a few students. I found one, uh, it's actually American study by Mursen Popadiuk, uh, who actually outlined, it's quite a simple outline of, of the positive uh, effects mm -hmm. of transition, which can be, you know, change of perspective, uh, feeling welcomed, uh, feeling looked after, feeling cared. So again, there's a lot of, um, of areas of hospitality uh, reflected uh, in this sense. And obviously universities, they offer a lot of what I call structural hospitality and welcoming events. You know, there's a lot of international student celebrations and sometimes they're criticized because it's around food, it's around uh, national costumes, it's around flags and stuff. It doesn't really explore sort of the experience or, or, or relationship between sort of domestic students and international students or, or among students as, as such. So, um, academic hospitality, uh, I talked about hospitality, and so if I talk too much sort of around conceptually, but I think it's quite important to see. Again, it's not my concept, even though I've uh, I thought of it, but uh, somebody obviously was uh, had it uh, before me. Uh, and uh, John Bennett, as well as Alison Phipps and Ronald Barnett, they, so it's, it's, it's a familiar theme in the literature, uh, academic hospitality. What these authors, or many of these authors didn't do, though they didn't look at students as, so, as much as, as mobile academics traveling to other countries, traveling, you know, uh, staff exchanges, uh, conference visits, uh, those sort of things. Um, so, so students, and, and it's also been al always quite abstractly theorized quite a lot, but there's very little empirical evidence on, on you know, how you actually, uh, you know, measure academic hospitality, if there's such a thing. Measure is the wrong word. How, how you capture sort of, uh, again, I say there's a long uh, anthropological, philosophical tradition in the hospitality uh, from Plato's Symposium to you know, Derrida wrote, wrote an expose on, on hospitality. So there's a lot of literature. Um, and I think it's, it provides a, a credible critique of the prevailing host-guest divide. I think that's an important thing uh, in, in academic hospitality, that it's not as I say, it's not a one-way route, it's not one of adaptation, of acculturation. So hospitality is deeply recipro reciprocal uh, and uh, deeply, um, uh, yeah, re re deeply mutual project. And I just quote here Bennett, who really was the first one to talk about the concept as such. And he said, it's the extension of self in, in order to welcome the other by sharing and receiving. And I think this sharing and receiving is very important intellectual re resources and insights, 
he also continues its awareness that, however initially strange, the perspective of the other could easily supplement or perhaps correct one's own, uh, one's own work or even transform one's self-understanding. Uh, perceived, otherness, uh, perceived otherness and diversity can enrich us and draw us out of our own parochialisms, even uh, as it also confronts us with our own limitations. So again, this is a two-way process. It's not a one-way process of, of international students or business adapting. It's also those hosting them, in a sense, uh, making a step towards uh, the guests, as it were. And so, in, in a way, try to overcome the, the host-guest divide. My um, approach is, again, something stolen from, <laughs> from existing research. And this is from Alison Phipps and Ronald Barnett, who uh, identified uh, different forms of academic hospitality, as well as different modes, okay? And the forms they identify were material, virtual, epistemic, linguistic, and also touristic. Uh, they, they work with this, again, with giving little uh, empirical insights, but they conceptualize it quite interestingly. And they also uh, talk about different modes it can adapt, which is celebratory, communicative, and critical. And again, I, I try to look into these ideas by by having you know my small explorative study really um, seeing how st how students um, so how can I adapt it in, in my research you know? so it was quite deductive in a sense so by quite so picking up on the consequences of testing is, is, it, is it the right one or, or does it work in re set in relation to students again really small and don't <laughs> We created a really small explorative study, which uh, again started off as a, as a really higher education fellowship research piece. Um, but it extended then from one university, and you can easily guess which one, which mine and, and another university, which, which uh, we, we had some contacts which moved in really. So it's a small group of participants, yet I wanted to have uh, sort of a very variety of students, uh, I think, which which related to their background, are they EU students, uh, Asia, you know, Asian students, so, so overseas students, um, uh, what level uh, of studies, undergrad students, PGT students, I didn't focus on PGR students, because I think it's a bit uh, a, a different matter perhaps. Uh, I also tried to cover a range of study areas, um, in a sense, so academic hospitality, does it translate into different subjects, those sort of things. Um, and and also, you know, if it was a full program, if, if students were on temporary exchange, if they came for an Erasmus, uh, you know, exchange very shortly, perhaps, and, and things like that. Uh, the only thing everybody had to have in common was that they were first-year students, which means that they, they they spent their first year abroad in the UK, uh, in the UK university. So so this was, uh, and again, it was in that uh, semi-structural interviews, focusing on on educational uh, biographies. Uh, prior international experience, things like that, reasons for going abroad, uh, experience of, of academic hospitality, what they understand about hospitality. Um, and I just want to share with you a, a couple of... Oh, five minutes, okay. Right, we can accommodate uh, and, and I only pick a few of, of uh, Phipps and Bennett's is what, what I thought sort of... Uh, is also what Bennett says is, is about openness, of uh, reciprocal openness. Um, and I think what, what I found, was, and here this quote says, you know, I was pretty afraid, and this is a student coming from Mexico who was quite afraid, uh, in a way, coming to 
what she called the developed world. And again, we talk about colonialism later, uh, perhaps in the day. But I think this was a theme uh, of of transition in the sense that uh, that people before they went apart, uh, abroad, they had a, they, they voiced some anxiety often and, and perhaps unsurprisingly. But I thought it was uh, quite quite strong with those so-called overseas students or non-European students. Um, um, but but again, this transition, this expectation, this openness uh, towards sort of transition and, and being welcomed is, uh, you know, quite different. Uh, students like to be surprised, they like an adventure as well. So it's, it's a bit this idea of uh, separating sort of the country you go to with and your educational experience. Um, I just switch off on to, to the next slide. I think there's a strong sense of material uh, hospitality and, you know, somebody working in housing today, I think, you know, students talk a lot about how campus life is really important, facilities on campus, housing is obviously uh, of key importance as a hospitable place. And we know we have a lot of talk about trophy architecture now in, in higher education with uh, universities sort of uh, making, you know, investing lots of money in, in new buildings. Uh, but it was also simple things like that being picked up on the airport, so very, very, very basic hospitable gestures, you know, which probably uh, universities do by now. Um, again, facilities. This is a Chinese student. Uh, again, this idea of facilities are good, much, much better than sort of in the developed, uh, in, in, in the developing country. So very much this self-awareness of, of self, self-stigmatization almost as a coming from a developed country. Um, and again, problems with housing, you know, getting, uh, you know, having problems with the bank, having problems with, uh, with finding the houses. I think this is probably the most interesting, which, which relates really closest to the academic aspects of hospitality, which is sort of what's the learning experience, what's the, um, what's, you know, the way of knowing, of, of learning like for students. And here, and, and quite familiar maybe to many of you, obviously students have quite uh, some struggles with the idea of critical thinking. The idea is how, how is their sort of thinking accommodated? Uh, and, and especially with many Chinese students, again, we talk about Confucian sort of backgrounds and different ways of learning. How are we welcoming and, and begin to stick to this language of, of hospitality, these other ways of thinking, of learning, so as to accommodate sort of the other and change our own parochialisms, our own ways of thinking. And again, uh, Spanish students here struggling with the idea of critical thinking. I think the second quote by a German student is very interesting. She said, for example, in the, and very epistemic in a sense, almost ontological in a sense, I think it's not good that you can feel uh, that you are an international student if they let you know uh, that you are international. So it was very much this idea of uh, blending in. I don't want to be labeled as an international student. So I'm just like anybody else. Uh, sort of, I'm, I'm, I don't, you know, I don't want to stand out as an international. But lecturers do that. They, they, they often do it well-intendedly. They say, oh, well, how's things in Germany or, or things like that. So, so there's this um, um, different thing again. A Mexican student here um, talking about England as, as cold people in, in a way, and, the, the, and she said it's not the case, you know. But, but she, in, in a way, it's how she overcame her own sort of prejudice of, of northern Europeanness as, as being quite cold-hearted and uh, coming from a very temperamental Mexican culture. Uh, and how she overcame this sort of her own parochialism or her own 
prejudices and there people are not they're like, just like us really and again it's, it's not a lot linguistic how, how much not a lot more like a minute minute okay <laughs> linguistic hospitality again one of this and Barnett's is uh, uh, forms of hospitality um, again a huge of sense of anxiety in, in the in, in trans transiting into new uh, environments, often weeks of silence with, with many students, even though they, they probably speak English very well, but in a way sort of uh, are very reluctant to talk to others, to make friends. Um, but, but again, very hospitable behavior on part of the lecturers here, in the sense of, okay, I can, I can ask my question three or four times and, and they would, you know, respond, respond to it patiently. Here's a French student in engineering uh, who says, who's surprised that, uh, again, uh, which relates to hospitality in a sense in your own student cohort, where she says she makes a lot of American friends, but she thinks actually they should hang out with the English people because they speak the same language. But it's, uh, it's, it's sort of, uh, and she says, I don't know why, it's, it's probably uh, her own experience. And again, these are very um, um, sort of short insights really into students' experiences. Again, uh, just a, a quick overview of, of sort of main findings perhaps is that there is a lot of positive experience in, in transition, unlike a lot of adaptation, uh, all the rhetoric about the, the um, um, deficit model of international students. Mundane ritualistic gestures are very important in experience, sort of academic hospitality, uh, there's a strong epistemic hospitality, a strong sense about international students to have to have to fit in and to adjust, rather than sort of questioning also the other side. And so you can understand my way of learning. You know? So there's a strong understanding. Of course, you come in, into this strange foreign uh, learning environment and you have to fit in, which is probably logical for many, but it's, it probably shouldn't be like that all the time. And again, it links into those people who are interested in the internationalizing the curriculum and those sort of things. It's a big debate there. Um, varying performances of the self, I think, in this transition period, in, in the sort of uh, when, when, uh, when people, again, we, had, we have people like German students who are quite critical of being labeled uh, an international student. We have other students and, and uh, who, who like to celebrate their identity when, when going abroad and saying, you know, I'm, I'm proud from where I'm come from. I want to share that with, with other people. That's what my what I'm going to contribute to this idea of hospitality, if you like, is sort of my my pride in in uh, national background. Um, again, geographical and linguistic distance are not always determining the quality of transition experiences. Um, but seem uh, required heightened awareness of academic hospitality. Again, I mentioned the self-stigmatization of people who think themselves come from a developing country. Think you know they have to adapt to perhaps even more. They have to be sort of fit into the picture even more. Um, I think there was a, one thing of virtual hospitality as well, because many university obviously they, they go to online induction programs and, and, and those sort of things and. I think the general sense, even though the sample was very small, was that obviously they cannot replace real encounters with uh, with real people and material forms of hospitality with lectures, fellow students. Um, the study mode, again from the small sample, it's hard to judge, but it seemed that people who stay only for a semester are are a bit less attached to place and, and they they have their social networks, their, their academic. Uh, 
uh, a, a bit looser perhaps than those obviously who stay for a full program uh, or for a full uh, time of study. Um, again, I think we're going in the, in the town club, the town clubs you mentioned here, I think is, is this idea of finding a home from home with other international students. I mean, again, quite a familiar scene which, which we know about. It will be interesting to see how regionalized they are if they go back to <laughs> similar towns or regions, even in, in, the, in, the, in the sending countries as we call it or, or things like that. So it would be interesting. But again, this, this is a very strong sense. Uh, I mean, obviously, a lot of, uh, I, talk, I didn't talk about touristic hospitality, but many students also follow sports activities, travel activities, but they do it with other international students mostly, at least in these groups. Uh, partly because of the drinking culture of, of British students as well. That was one of the reasons why so, so many uh, international students didn't buy into uh, a lot of leisure activities. Um, again, I think the final point, and I close it here, is, is the idea of uh, probably I make a mistake myself in, in limiting hospitality this the period of transition, this idea of you know settling in, uh, uh, sort of detaching yourself from your old environment and, and resetting somewhere else. But I think the, the, uh, one of the key messages was, okay, academic hospitality that, that doesn't end after induction. And I think what many universities do, they have a great introduction uh, to university and probably then sort of it dies out a bit sort of uh, the, the attendance or, or the engagement with international students. But it's, it's a continuing uh, process which obviously involves the whole student life cycle. And yeah, this is my... Uh, Again, very here's some references and thanks for your attention. Sorry, I had to rush a bit through. Uh,